Welcome to the Woodland Heights Baptist Church Sunday Talks podcast. Sunday Talks is a weekly roundtable discussion about theological and cultural topics. For more information and show notes, visit whbcconway.org forward slash Sunday Talks. Here's your host, Pastor Larry White. Welcome to Sunday Talks. I am glad to approach this subject tonight with my friend Sean Mills, pastor of Friendship Baptist Church. If you've been here on, on uh, Sunday, Wednesday night, even when we had our men's fish fry, I talk about friendship a lot, and, and I'm excited. But God is doing an awesome work at Friendship. Um, God's hand has been on that church for a long time, but, but since you've come, y'all have been in revival, and it's exciting. And, you know, as a belie- fellow believer and as a fellow pastor, uh, I, I'm all for that. Lord's been good to us. It's, it's, it's been, it, been awesome. How long have you been there now? Right out of a year. Right out of a year. Right wow. out of a year. I mean, and that, all this during COVID. All I mean, during yeah, COVID. Yeah, been, yeah. Lord's been good to us. Yeah. The uh, He's married to Sarah, and you've got a daughter and son. I do. I got yeah. a daughter that's 21, son that's 17. Yeah, yeah. So enjoying that. Yeah. Post-college life, she graduated. Now I got a son. Going to be a senior in high school. So All right. Fun times. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. The, uh, well, tonight we are dealing with a subject, and just to kind of give you a little bit of a, a precursor to all this that is, is probably a little sensitive, I think probably what we'll talk about will be certainly acceptable, and, and we'll, we'll keep it where it's at least PG-13 and, and <laughs> talk about things in, in the way that we should. Yeah. But it needs to be talked about. We're talking about the ugly truth about pornography. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there's just this is a, there's a wealth of knowledge out there about this and how we should respond. And we've talked about Sean through this series of hot topics. Everything we've talked about, I think everything we've talked about to this point has been controversial. Whether it was you know starting with anxiety and depression and how do Christians respond, public schools, politics, homosexuality, women pastors, which I know you really wanted to get in on that discussion. Not really. I'm just I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, we've talked we've talked about everything where people are COVID. How do you respond to COVID? I mean, and where people take different sides in the church. But this one, everybody ought to be on the same. Yeah. We, we ought to be opposed to this. And but how we oppose it, and how we address it, and even talk about it, mm-hmm. um, I, we're 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 to some level uncomfortable even talking about that. But it's 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 certainly something we need to talk about. And I appreciate your willingness to do that, and and uh, yeah. uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll still be my friend after we finish this. I, I this think we'll make it work. Uh, okay, I think right. make it work. So let's talk. So let's start off with just why uh, why there's such a problem, um, and why it's so why pornography is so widespread today um, as a as an issue. I mean, I I think the first thing we got to do is acknowledge it's probably a big problem for people watching today. I mean, yes. there's probably a lot of people today you're watching and. Maybe right now you feel a little shame by it, mm-hmm. and you're going, "Man, I, I'm dealing with this, but I don't want to talk about it." Right, so, right, yeah. I think first today, if you're watching and you're struggling with this, I hope that we can help you a little bit yeah. as we talk. Yeah, and don't feel shame. Watch this thing the whole way through because I yeah. think we'll give you some helps through yeah. that. But I mean, studies tell us. I mean, I read one this week that said 25 uh, percent of all search engine 
searches mm-hmm. uh, every day are something to deal with pornography. 25%, wow. 68 million people yeah. per day, mm. or searches per day. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's an crazy number. Yeah, yeah. And then you think, we got these little devices, like I got in my pocket, and you right. probably got yeah, yours. Got in my back I mean, it's pocket. just, yeah. you know, it's accessible. I mean, yeah. I, you can get it anywhere. You can, yeah. We got all these apps now, you can get it anywhere. I mean, it's so easily accessible yeah. in today's world, where maybe when you and I were growing up. Can yeah. we throw it back a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had the and magazine. I'm older than you are. Yeah, you know, and, and, <laughs> and it so was harder many, to get. Yeah, and so many, even then, so many kids started early with that, and they they're exposed to that. Maybe their dad or somebody else did, but now, in an instant, in their home, in the pri- it's private, you know, yeah. there's there's privacy. Whereas, you know, um, men used to go into a bookstore somewhere to purchase mm-hmm. pornography. Now it's you don't even, it's 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 there in your hand it's it's there it's there on your computer wherever notepad whatever what do you um, think about all these apps now we have i mean from instagram to a snapchat yeah. to a, even facebook i mean mm-hmm. I, it's there and so easily accessible yeah. to people yeah. nowadays that yeah. you got to really guard yourself yeah and and you know and and you you share with you know I'm going to talk about men first but I want you to say something tell us about women in this issue this is a great book and i you know i always try to find if i can find a good book every mm. man's battle great um, book. even if you don't struggle with this you ought to read this and there there now there's every woman's battle every marriage battle i mean there's there's so many things that came out of that book but talks about the subtitle is every man's guide to winning the war on sexual temptation one victory at a time written by fred stoker who was a man who dealt with that mm. struggle and overcame that but so men primarily is who I always think about you know, dealing with this, but uh, it, is, it is a battle that, that all of us do. And I, what I was going to say about that is that men, it's not an excuse, but we're wired a certain way. There's a drive sure. within us that may not be typically in most women where it's just our propensity to have lustful eyes, to look, to, to, to be driven by that. Even, even I was reading in, in, in this and some other things about chemicals you know and i mean i'm i didn't do very well in science class but, but uh uh but that the chemical release yeah. uh in fact the author of this said that can be even more powerful than cocaine yeah. and so there's certainly the power of addiction but but you you read something about women um you know we typically think this is a man's battle but women struggle with this as well yeah i read this week that a third of all pornography users are women yeah. So one wow. third. So two thirds men, one third. So obviously it's heavier on men, but right. Women is growing significantly uh, in this struggle. So yeah. there's a lot of women too today that yeah. are struggling with yeah. pornography. Yeah. And and it is widespread. And I think as the church, we're pastors. Uh, we've got to be honest and 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 deal with the fact that it's not outside the church. Right. You know, the research I've seen too is that. There's not a lot of difference in percentage when they when, when men inside the church are polled and men outside right. the church. There's right. not much difference. Right. And so we, we need to just be honest and, mm. and confront this. And so we're going to try to do that in a in a simple way, in a fairly quick way. Um, so let's talk a little bit about just what's the big deal about this and the dangers that you know. I mean, because I think I think that's the whole selling point of the pornography industry is that hey, listen, this is private. Didn't hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. This is just you know. In fact, I've I've read. I got tired of reading about psychologists who are giving <laughs> right. an endorsement right. for, for pornography and other right. 
odd odd behaviors that go with that. Um, but let's just kind of walk through some of those reasons why why it's 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 dangerous. I mean, I think we can sit here and list a lot. I I wrote down just first as I was thinking through this. You know, you go back to scripture. Obviously, we're pastors, right, and right. I think we want to take this from a scriptural basis. And you think you go back to James chapter one, yeah. and, and James tells us, "Hey, temptation doesn't come from God." Yes. So this temptation you're feeling, it's not from the Lord. Right. <laughs> it's right. not of the Lord. Yeah. And God doesn't tempt us that way. Right. Uh, but we all know we live in a sin fallen world, and mm-hmm. the Bible also says Satan's roaring around like prowling. Yes. He, he wanted to get yeah. people's lives yeah. and. Obviously, this is a big one. I mean, yeah. he's gotten a lot yeah. of people hooked yeah. right here. And, and you know, the, the, it, it is addictive. It's oh, like, it's hugely like, you addictive. Know, um, I really like peanut butter. I mean, I, I'm, I am. I like I am, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> you know, I, I'm an addict. I mean, yeah, me I mean, I, you know, uh, uh, I, we got peanut butter of all kinds in our house, and yeah. I, I'll eat it with anything. Uh, now, that's not going to too much that I guess could hurt me, but, but right. this, this is an addict, this is addictive. And we've probably, I know I've shared with you earlier about a man I encountered that was obviously addicted and, mm. and just the spiral that goes with that. Um, you know, if you, if you study and research this too, you see that, that, um, women who are involved in this industry and it is a, it is a huge, it is one of the largest industries in the world, of, yeah. you know, c- certainly, uh, worldwide, but, it's it's not a good job for women to be involved in pornography. Not a good job for anybody, but certainly the, the abuse that goes on, mm-hmm. drug addiction often is related to that. It, just the degrading of women uh, um, and the connections that go with all that. Uh, um, it's it's sex trafficking. Sure, is certainly sure involved is. with that today. Sure, it is. And and uh, um, it's just it's explosive. It's just I mean there's, and again like, I appreciate what you said in the beginning about. And we don't want to shame somebody. People no. feeling shame at the beginning of this, but it's like I want people to think about that. Is that okay? As as you may deal with this struggle as a Christian, think about all those other things. It's like we need to be no. proactive. And how do how do we address how do we address this and how do we combat that? You know, um, at the end of that passage in James, James one thirteen through fifteen, there it says, you know, once you give me away to your desire. Yeah. It says, after desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, which we've mm-hmm. acknowledged. Mm-hmm. And sin, when full grown, gives birth to death. Yes. And so this idea of pornography, this sin, man, it, it kills things in your life, yes. I think. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it kills you emotionally. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. people I've counseled and dealt with would say, and my emotions are all over the track when I'm yeah. looking at these images, right. when I'm involved in these images. and. I'm not nice to other people. I'm yeah. on edge a lot. Yeah. Anxiety's high. Yeah. All because yeah. they're involved in in this pornography and because what James said, right? Sin kills. Yes, yeah. And it's yeah. killing you emotionally. And and kills your relationships with with women in your life, particularly yeah. with your wife. It's like yeah. you know this this is a strong point that he makes in this book Every Man's Battle is that uh, you know um uh, I, I read this a recent study set of thousands of men who watched pornography over a ten-year period of time that the rate of divorce among them doubled. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that may not have been the sole cause, but it certainly had an impact. Oh, sure, it does. Of, of that, um, and you know, and then and then where where that escalates too is that just the abuse of women. Uh, you know, the the images may begin with even just you know looking lustfully at a woman, you know, in a magazine or or you know on social media to where it becomes abuse and, and violence. And, you know, I, I remember years ago, James Dobson was part of a, of, of a group that studied 
you know, had they did this intensive study. With President Reagan was, mm. I think, uh, issued this, uh, and it related to and connected with Ted Bundy. You know, the mm. the, the uh, rapist and everything else that he was, and uh, um, but how how that it evolves. It, it's it's like what you said in James, perfect analogy of that. It starts with a look, ends up with sin, and ultimately to death. And so. Um, this is a big deal. It is dangerous. Um, you know, well, you just look at marriage relations. It kills marriage relationships. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned that. I, I read a study off Covenant Eyes, which is a great mm-hmm. resource. We'll talk about more later. But fifty-six percent of divorce cases would say one of the partners was viewing pornography. Yeah, fifty-six percent. Fifty-six percent that one of them was involved in pornography. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's, it's killing a lot of things in your life. Yes. And I think people that are watching that are probably struggling with it. Would say. And it does affect me emotionally. It does mm-hmm. affect my relationships. Mm-hmm. It does affect my view yeah. of whichever sex you are of the opposite sex. Right, right, right. You know, it's something we haven't even touched on. We don't have to get in too big, but especially among college, I talked to a few college ministers this week. Mm-hmm. And on college campuses, they're seeing gay porn is yes. prevalent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe they're not homosexual in their tendencies, but they're watching this gay porn is yeah. prevalent among yeah. college students and, and, right and, now. And you know, even just this idea of of the images and the acceptance of behavior is that, you know, this is, I mean, this is how this industry has made some yeah. things more mainstream, right. more acceptable, and it's subtle because, sure again, we're not talking about it publicly, but you're someone's viewing it in the privacy of their home or their dorm room or whatever. Um, so... And we could talk for six or seven hours probably on, <laughs> we on, could. on this information. We could. Um, but if a person is struggling, may, maybe this is happening to you, maybe this is happening to somebody in your family, um, what are some steps that we might recommend to them to, hey, this happened to you personally or somebody within your family, what are some things they can do to help overcome this? I think first, admit you got the problem. Yeah. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of people that may say, I just look at it once a month or mm-hmm. once a week. Well, you got the problem, right? Right, right. I yeah. think that's number one. You admit you got the problem. I, I read, uh, I think Craig Groeschel said this this week, he's talking mm-hmm. about pornography. He said, he said, don't conceal it, confess it. Yeah. I thought that's a good statement yeah. about yeah. pornography. Don't conceal it, but confess it. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down, I thought, well, who do you confess it to? Yeah. Obviously, I think, obviously you start with God because it's sin. Yeah, yeah. Obviously yeah. you start yeah. there. And I think we'd all agree with that, that mm-hmm. it's sin. And why wouldn't you want First John 1, 9 to be lived out in your life? Yeah. Where he says, if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive it. God wants to forgive it. Right. You just right. got to confess it. Yeah. yeah. But also, I, I think you got to find some trusted individual. Yeah. Yeah. An accountability partner, however you want to phrase that. But yeah. somebody you can trust that you can sit down with and say, hey, I'm struggling. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at images. I'm looking at these things. I need you to help me. Yes. Yeah. And help me hold accountable. Yeah. With that, I, I, obviously, there's lots of tools that can help you. Covenant Eyes is a good one, mm-hmm. yeah. great one, yeah. by the way. And there's there's several tools out there like that that you know that will like Covenant Eyes works where where you you know you sign on and yep. and you you're you're kind of tracking yourself, but a friend is also tracking you, and every device you have is being tracked. Yep. Uh, the, there's there's all kinds of ways to, to deal with that. I, I do think that's a key is is finding somebody, whether it's through that covenant eyes or some other accountability you have. And yeah, I want to talk about, because I know I've been amazed at how many pastors watch Sunday Talks. I don't know if they're thinking, well, you know, hey, 
these guys he has on there, along mainly him, he's crazy, and, and the <laughs> topics they talk about, and I wonder what, how, what they're going to do. But as pastors, it's hard to talk about any sin problem that a pastor has and, mm-hmm. to, and to confess that, and who can you confide in. I've, 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 when I was especially a social missionary, um, pastors would come to me and say, hey, i got I got an issue with this or that, and can't really talk about it, whether it was anger or, or pornography or whatever. Right. I think having that trusted friend in James, it also says confess your sins one to yeah. another. We need, we need to have that confession is good for the soul. And I think, yeah. I think, but somebody else just, just the the openness of saying, you know, the truth sets us free yeah. just to be honest and truthful, but somebody you confide in. And if you're in the ministry, you desperately need somebody like that. Oh, you you need somebody that, you that, that, uh, you know, hopefully you have more than one, but, you know, in all of us in life, probably we think back. Hey, maybe maybe I can count on one hand the guys. Man, I'm I'm in a jam. This person's going to be there. And you know, the older I get, I look around. It's like, well, there's a lot of guys that I hope would call me. But sometimes I wonder how many can I call. But you need to find somebody that you could confide in. And I would say there's count Christian counselors. Um, there's pastors. I think somebody you have a relationship with, though, is yeah. so much more important than a stranger that you're, you know, Absolutely. you're telling this to. And I, I'd say that too. Any pastor, or any minister that's watching today, you know, find somebody to get help. Yeah. You know, that may not be a church member. Probably not a church member. Yeah. To be honest yeah. with you, if you're a pastor or a church or minister, I know a guy like myself, you. Yeah. There's other people around our state that you can yeah. call, and we're not going to blast your sin on social media we're right. not going to do that because we yeah. want you to help yeah yeah i mean i want to see more pastors stay in the ministry not more yes. leave the ministry yeah, yeah. And, th- and this and this is a ministry killer i mean it, uh, all the all the problems and dangers can spin out of control for a pastor and so we certainly want to we want to we want to help with that i done um, one other thing when you yeah. said what do we do to help people get out of yeah, it one yeah. obviously confess it but i think you got to run right the bible says flee yeah, flee flee yeah, again, run james said it resist the devil and he'll flee and so i think you got to go to extremes if you're yeah, struggling with yeah. pornography whatever the app is on your phone you're yeah. struggling with you're watching anyone delete it you yeah. say but i like instagram delete it yeah your 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 personal health spiritually is greater than an app yes delete the yeah. app yeah. Uh, put the covenant eyes. Send, have that email sent to your friend so they know you looked at this site or you yeah. tried to look at this yeah. site. Uh, put great blockers. Give if you're married, give your accessibility to yeah. your wife, your spouse, yeah. or your husband, whichever it is. I, I think you got to get serious about it. Yeah. And, and you you're know, struggling. Take some extreme. As a teenager, measures. I was exposed to this same way probably other kids were. Junior high locker room. Somebody yeah. has images, sure. and I remember knowing the guilt in the it's like i know this is wrong this is yeah. just this is not right and so you know this was bef- before you know social internet and all that stuff um i'm really that old i, I, I made it all the way through seminary sean without having a computer so did you invent the internet i i, I no, i didn't <laughs> okay I just al curious. gore al gore did that okay so i thought it was the, al. Uh, i wasn't but, sure uh, but i thought <laughs> but so i remember as a teenager though i started posting scriptures i would write on on a Eight and a half by mm, eleven yeah, piece of paper, scriptures on my wall that's in my good. bedroom, and particularly sometimes now looking back, some of those are related to you know uh, where Paul said you know no temptation has seized you except that, that which is common to man, so and good. God will provide a way out. So and good. I remember praying and begging God, Lord, I don't want this in my life. You've promised me. I mean, I will claim your promise yeah. that you've provided a way out. Show me the way out. And and 
this is a powerful addiction, a struggle that, that people have, and, and but we got to claim His promises. And I think the memorization of Scripture and just that when that temptation comes, what does the Bible say? You know, what is, you know I, I used to tell when I was a youth pastor, I'd tell them, hey, man, what, is, what did Jesus say about the lust of the eyes? And what did He say about, you know, that you've already committed adultery in your heart? And uh, I, was, I stopped being a youth minister 32 years ago. Uh, yeah. All, all of my kids, my youth are now almost senior adults. So, but, so 32 years ago, I stopped being youth minister. But even then, I was amazed at the number of teenage boys, again, prior to the Internet, who had access, who were struggling with this. And a big part of my counseling to those young men was, hey, how do you deal with this? And, how, and Scripture, I think Scripture can certainly help you combat it. Yeah, that. I wrote that down, too. Put it wherever you struggle with. Looking at pornography, put a put it on your bathroom mirror, put it in your yeah. car, put it, you know, if you on your ceiling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've told a lot of college guys that before. They're like, "We're struggling." I'm like, "Put it on your ceiling." Yeah. That way, you're staring up. You're reading scripture. It's it a little scripture. more difficult yeah. when yeah. you're reading scripture. Absolutely. You know, get, absolutely. If you want to beat it, get intense about it. Yeah, and yeah. God will help you. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's true with everything. Whatever, whatever yeah. subject we're dealing yeah. with. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, one thing I want to do in, in in trying to help out with this and and um, is talk about how we can maybe prevent this and, and from, from even getting to an addiction and some things we can do. Um, you know, one of the studies I, I read is a really interesting study by this guy named, uh, a, a psychologist named Dr. David Ludden. And as I mm. researched him a little bit more, he's not, he's not at all a believer. In fact, mm. he says some things, I'd almost say that are pro-pornography and some of the other things he wrote, but he did this research study and, and about just about how, how addictive and powerful this is that the average age of first porn use is 13 years of age. Mm. And then most of those who, who stay with it are addicted by 16, so yeah. within three years. And so, yeah. so one of the things I would just say is, is that, you know, since most get started early, um, I got grandkids, I got a grandson. Yeah. Th this is on my mind for a two and a half year old. Is I just showed, and it's, it's what this man said. He said his little his son said, "I want to be just like you, Dad." And he said, "No, I don't want you to be like me. I don't yeah. want you. To, I want you to have this struggle. I don't want my grandson to ever have that struggle." And I'm yeah. thinking he's going to grow up in this world where this is. I see already how he can take my phone, and he knows better how to use this phone than I do. Yeah. And he knows how to scroll, and he can find, you know, the PBS show he wants to watch. Gosh, I want to prevent every way possible from yeah. him ever ever having access to this. And so, uh, you know, I think you got we got to talk about it with our sons. Yeah. You know, and and more than that one speech you give, you know, it's it, the birds and bees speech. I never had that, by the way. Yeah. I'm still waiting on that, Dad. If you I want don't to, think I did either. Yeah. But <laughs> this is I heard someone say better than a hundred minute speech. Give a hundred one minute talks to your son yeah. over and over, and yeah, just the reminder of, hey, here, here's why here's why we don't do this. Here's why we avoid this. Um, you know, it's I mean, you got a seventeen year old son. This is a scary time for. Well, I think you got to talk about it all the time. Yeah, I, you know, there's some people right now they're nervous because we're even talking about pornography. Yeah, but it's a real thing in the world today. You need to talk about it with your kids. And yes. You said 13. I read a study that said 11 is the yeah, first yeah. image they see. Yeah. Uh, whatever, it's young. Yeah. When they first see it. So you better talk about it. Yeah. Make sure you put blockers on your kids' phones. Yes. Yes. You ought to have complete access and you ought to block. Yeah. They ought to request things yeah. from you to be able to add to their phone. Yes. And don't just block things, but talk about it with your, yeah. with your kids. Uh, yeah. You, you're, 
your boys, your girls, y'all, y'all need to have conversations about this. Yeah. And, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some teenage parents of teenagers <laughs> mad right now. Okay, <laughs> this I'm not speaking for Friendship Baptist Church. I'll speak for mine though. I'm telling you, if you don't take accountability for your kids and responsibility, the freedom and access we give kids is ridiculous. And I can't tell how many people I've counseled in our church mm-hmm. and others that say, well, man, my child has kind of gotten in this kind of problem. And sometimes it's not pornography. It's just other things yeah. and, and interactions and relationships. And I said, well, what access do they have? Well, they've got a cell phone. They've got a TV. They've got I'm like, you know what? My kids to this day, there's not a TV in our children's bedrooms. There's, they, they don't, I mean, they're limited access on everything, apps, all those things. It's my business to be up in my kids' business. Yeah. You know, when, when they're, when they're on their own and they're paying their own bill, that's, I'm, I'm still going to track them. I'm still, <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can, but kids need parents yeah. and they need somebody who's not their friend who would say, listen, I love you too much to let you just have this freedom yeah. and, I thank God that I was born when I was yeah. and that there wasn't the freedom that, that kids have today um, and, and the access. Yeah. Um, you know, with the access I had, even when I was at that age, there was, you know, there were things I, I did and, and wish I hadn't have done. But today, and we just, we're giving a kid a license and we're just saying open up. And, and I know everybody doesn't do that and I, I applaud those who don't, but if you're not doing that, that's on you. That's not on the church. Yeah, that's right. Your, your youth ministry can't <laughs> fix right. that in one hour a week, no, what no, they're, what they're allowing no their kids to do all week long. And I know I'm talking to probably the minority in my church, maybe in your church as well. But please, I mean, have those conversations, pull those things out of their rooms, uh, you know, and, and you know, they're, they're, and someone smarter than me, Eric's over here, technology guy, he can tell you how to do all that stuff. But there are so many things you can block on there. You can make it where the, all they can do is call and text and, you know, block other things. Don't give an access to a computer in the room. Um, and you've got to realize, too, they, there's back doors. I mean, I, teenagers yeah, are smart. They are smart. I mean. And there's you can get a certain app that will let you go back door and you can still see stuff. Yeah. And you won't even know it as a parent. So you got to really be – I would say you got to be engaged in your kids' lives. Yes. Yeah. And you ought to be talking. You ought to have freedom to look at devices. Yes. Even as they get older in their teenage years. I mean, I got a 17-year-old. Yeah. Well, he knows at any point I could pick up his phone, and we do, and look at it. There's still restrictions on his phone. There's yeah. still, yeah. even as a 17-year-old, you know, not because I'm wanting to restrict him. I'm wanting to protect him. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's what I, I'm wanting yeah. to protect him because I know right back to James that sin kills. Yes. Yeah. And I want to help him avoid yeah. that best I can. Yeah. And I, I don't really know what avenues or where we do this, but it just really troubles me that the free access that this industry has in our world mm. and and to do and I I mean, you talk about backdoor loopholes. They they found every way to yeah, get in and to use freedom of speech or whatever else. Um it shouldn't be. And and we need to well, the sad thing is sex trafficking, right? Yeah. Majority of absolutely. this is sex trafficking. Yeah, yeah. And it's degrading women for sure. It def- I think it degrades both sexes, to, yes, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. But you definitely, a lot of women are getting sex trafficked and abused because of pornography. Yeah. Now, the porn industry will not say that's not so, but it is so. Yes, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's a it's a hideous, hideous uh, whole, whole uh, goes out of whim. So we, we got, we've got to... Uh, uh, you know, speak about it. We need to support legislation that, that 
stops things and yep. bans things and access and and uh, um, you know I mean it's amazing you, you you go to a you go to a some communist countries and you go to where Muslim I mean they're strongly Muslim countries they don't have access to porn mm-hmm. I mean it's it's but here in a Christian nation where you know we believe the Bible we we, we say we believe all this and yet. We probably have b- more access than any other country in the world, and well, I mean, I, I'm gonna stay away from political. But if yeah. we can limit some people from being on certain platforms, shouldn't we be able to limit pornography from being Abs- on absolutely. certain platforms? Absolutely, I mean, yeah, shouldn't we yeah, be able to yeah, limit that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's I not. Wanna, I don't want to make your people <laughs> mad out here, but if we can limit yeah, people, absolutely. surely we could. Yeah. I we mean, could that stop is, pornography. You know, and, and we can block things, and it's e- <laughs> it's easily done. But this is there's so much money in this, yeah. and there's political power. Yeah. And and uh, but we've my concern again as a grandparent is where's this thing spiral in the next next many years? It's it's I never dreamed we would have the the issues we do today, and it's part of part of our purpose doing this today is I won't pull this out of the closet and say this is a real issue, and hey, people have problems. Yeah. Let's. Let's get help. Let's do the right things. You, I appreciate what you've said about being serious about it. If you if you want to get help and you want victory over this, you can have that. That's right. Um, but I do also believe, Sean, it's like a lot of other addictions. God, sometimes I've heard people say, man, I got saved. And just like that, I stopped drinking, stopped smoking, never had a desire again. I've known other people said, you know, I still have that desire for those things. Yeah. And and it's a, it's a I have to be dependent upon the Lord it's a daily life. battle. Daily battle. And I think right? that's what that book I think right because there. this every man for for a lot of men, you know, uh, text I was thinking about First Corinthians ten twelve says, "Take heed lest you fall." Yeah, is that um, even if it's not something that you're you found you know a, a problem with, we're most vulnerable when we think we're not. That's right. And so we got to be guarded. But and 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 know for some men and some women maybe as well. That this may be a battle the rest of your life of just, and this may be this may be that one thing that God uses to keep you dependent upon Him. That's right. You know, I mean, I, I've had, I have headaches that I would love to be freed from, but I've yeah. I've realized that hey, maybe that's the one thing God uses to remind me, hey, Larry, you de- you this is another reason you desperately need me. Yeah. And so, um, I, I would just this is certainly one of those one of those issues. Yeah, I'd say at the end of the day, you can beat this. Yeah. Yes, I know you feel shame and all that right now, and, and that's natural. You live, and sin causes that. But you can win today, and mm-hmm. you can defeat this, you can overcome it. But you got to be serious about it. You got to admit it. You got to yeah. find the right people. You got to get serious about taking action steps and fleeing. Yeah. But you can win. So if you're out there today and you're going, man, I do struggle with that, then get somebody in your life that's going to help you. Yeah. Whether it's a pastor, and we'd be glad to help you. Mm-hmm. There's people on our staffs that would be glad to help you, yeah. or wherever you're at, find somebody to help you, uh, and you can beat this thing, even yeah. if it's daily. You know what? You can win the war daily. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God gives us that power. Uh, yeah. But you got to start somewhere. Absolutely. Start somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's a, that's a good word to end on, Sean. I appreciate you doing this. Hey, would you mind voicing a prayer for those who may be struggling with yeah. this and maybe and just and just closing out our time with yeah, that? Yeah, I'd be glad to. God, thank you for this time we've had to sit here and just discuss this topic of pornography. And Lord, we acknowledge it's a major deal in our in our country. Lord, we acknowledge it's a major deal right here in our community even. 
And Lord, we pray you'd help people that are struggling right now. And Lord, maybe right now they've watched this and Lord, maybe even shamefully they've watched and feel like, man, I struggle with that. God, I pray today you'd help them take an action step. That they'd mm-hmm. realize that. God, that you'd, that conviction they're feeling in their spirit right now, God, that they'd act on it and they'd find help. That they'd mm-hmm. seek out another person. They'd seek out a, a pastor, a staff member, a friend. Uh, someone in their life they can trust. God, that they would begin to flee from it. They'd take action steps. God, they'd remove apps. God, that they would mm-hmm. re- memorize Scripture. They'd put Scripture in places. God, we, we believe you can deliver people from sin mm-hmm. because your Word tells us it can. So, God, I, I pray that you would help some people through this uh, simple video, this simple talk. God, that would begin to help them be freed from this addiction mm-hmm. of pornography. And God, you'd help them win every day mm. uh, this battle of, of pornography. So God, thank you for our time. Pray your blessing and that you use it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Sean. Yeah.